0: Hey guys, welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is episode 32 with True Core Health and Fitness and Amy Morrison. I met Amy on Instagram. I reached out to her and saw what she was doing and felt pretty inspired. So I asked Amy to come and be a guest on the show. She was super down for that and the interview was really fun because we dove into so many areas of wellness that I'm curious about and it was cool to hear her personal journey and just the ways that she impacts the lives of her clients and amy started true core health and fitness a couple of years ago out of denver colorado and she's a certified coach has a degree in clinical mental health counseling is also a personal trainer and fitness instructor and works with people through various stages of their lives be it from interpersonal relationships anxiety grief loss motivation issues and weight loss, just the name of the few things that she does. And she uses various therapeutic modalities to kind of tackle those head on and help people get to a good place. TrueCore is all about helping clients find what is most important to them, what they're most passionate about, so they that they can live the lives that they've always wanted to. If you've been enjoying the podcast and can head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe so that you get alerts when I post a new episode. And if you can give me a review, that would be also really, really awesome. It helps me know that people are listening and gives the podcast a little bit more traction in a sea of podcasts. There's so many out there. I'm so grateful that you've chosen to listen to this one today and this episode. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. So here you go. Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. So happy to have you today. And I have a very special guest today, Amy Morrison from True Core Health and Fitness. Hi, Amy. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to connect with you uh, virtually, but I'm very excited.
1: Yeah, me too. It's great to, great to be on your podcast. I feel really honored.
0: Oh, thank you. So Amy, just to dive right in, um, tell us a little what lights you up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I will say the thing that likes me up the most is people. I just love learning about what makes people tick, what kind of helps them you know, kind of like just what lights them up, you know, something I really love to learn. And, um, you know, I just, I find that like, I get a lot of energy out of people, you know, from meeting other people and being around them. I would say I'm fairly extroverted, (laughs) you know, if you had not guessed. Um, so that's something that's, that's big for me is, is, uh, is that, and I love teaching people that really lights me up as well. So teaching others about wellness, teaching others about health and, um, just enjoying, you know, being around others, is something that is huge for me.
0: Yeah, that's amazing and your personality definitely comes through. So, I'm sure your clients are very lucky to work with you. Um and I can't wait to <laughs> I can't wait to dive into all the things that you do, um but just like let's break down like what wellness is to you and then what isn't it and like what's the problem you're solving with True Core Health and Fitness.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I think wellness is a tricky term, right? Because it's something that's kind of emerged out of the out of our culture, really, the last like five to seven years. And just this concept of like health and wellness, you know, it's really easy to kind of say that, but it's hard to know exactly what it means. And so I think, you know, the way that I describe it, the way, you know, what it means to me is holistic health that is centered around the the desire to be well. And what I mean by that is a lot of the research or a lot of the, like, uh, I guess the mindset of, of, you know, kind of like our our mindset over here in the U.S. is based around unhealth. So instead of thinking like, okay, how did you get sick? It's like, how do you stay well? How do you stay healthy? How do you stay holistically Energized and in a good place spiritually and mentally and physically. So that's kind of like my definition of wellness. I know it's a little like out of, you know, kind of all over the place, but um, I'm happy to dive more into that, you know, as we talk.
0: Yeah. Well, it's such a broad topic and it's so true that it's very overused these days. But I like when you say that just how do you make yourself well? And that can mean so many different things. And it's not like a one. Like script for wellness. There's so many parts to it. Yeah. There's not like a one size fits all, right.
1: There's, you know, concepts that fit, fit for most, right. You know, and so that's something we can think of. And it's like each person is so unique that what is going to motivate them and drive them to pursue that wellness is going to be very different.
0: Yeah. So what does it mean to be a wellness specialist? Yeah. So I kind
1: of coined that term for myself just because, I uh I noticed like you know okay the term you know counselor doesn't quite cover everything you know the term like trainer doesn't quite everything cover everything you know coach not quite there but for me because of the different fields that I work in I was like okay I feel like I'm coming from that holistic mindset coming from that perspective. So really wellness, like specialist kind of like works for me because that is, you know, my focus for people. It's not just about, okay, did you get your, you know, reps in? Okay. Did you work on your, you know, projects, your, your homework for counseling? It's like, okay, what else is going on outside of this, you know, these four walls. So that's kind of, yeah, I love it. That.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Cause it seems like all those other things can be kind of n- narrow or like niche. And like, just like we said, wellness is, is so all encompassing. So yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so I want to dive into the people you help for a living and like the services you offer and provide. And I know there's so many different ones, like relationship issues. I saw couples counseling, anxiety, grief, and loss, motivation issues and, and weight loss. So that you know, that's just a few of them. So, what are you seeing um, being the most popular kinds of things that people are either feeling stuck with or need help um, from someone like you for?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, <clears throat> a lot of those terms are kind of traditional counseling terms that you would find, you know, kind of, you know, as characterized under any you know, what any therapist offers, right? And so that's absolutely something that I do, especially in the counseling office. Like those situations come up. I don't really see a whole lot of people looking to lose weight. I have a, uh, a couple of like, you know, personal training clients that I'm working on that with. But, you know, as far as, you know, mindset goes, that's not, or counseling goes, that's not quite, you know, within that. But for me, most of the clients that I see... And it's interesting because I see this across all the all the spectrums of what that I work with. So, with my counseling clients, with my clients that I'm coaching, with my clients that I am, you know, also you know, doing personal training with, then I see so much. Um, so many people need help with anxiety and with breathing, right? And so obviously you kind of like what you, what you attract gets brought down to you. So that's something I talk about a lot. It's something that I work on, you know, work with people a lot on. So it's going to naturally kind of come, come to me. But what I notice with people is that they need a lot of help with self-regulation. And so what that looks like is, you know, your ability to regulate and calm yourself down whenever you're in a state of stress. And I see that with my counseling clients. I see that with, you know, like I said, those personal training clients. And that's something that is, you know, just a, a big piece of the work that I do is teaching people how to regulate their state, regulate their physiology.
0: Wow. And, and you're saying that can be done sometimes with breath work?
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's where honestly, I feel like it starts is 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 a person's ability to control their breath. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. And I've heard, you know, that um, when you take like a deep belly breath, like you're turning on parts of your body that regulate like the, the functions of digestion and like stress management. And when you're breathing shallowly through the chest, it's more like you're spinning, you're like sending your brain into a spiral. Like it's not, it's not getting oxygen where your body needs to go. So you're like in a state of like panic or something like that. Is that kind of what you would say is true?
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. So that's partly, you know, the work that I do is is educating people on that concept. So traditionally it's kind of been termed, you know, the two. So within our nervous system, right, we have, um, the, obviously the central nervous system, right? CNS, and that is brain spinal cord. And then you have the peripheral nervous system. And within that, you have the autonomic nervous system and you have the somatic nervous system. So somatic is voluntary movement right so we move our arms up and down we move our bodies you know working out that kind of thing those are choices and then autonomics and autonomic nervous system the way i describe it is is automatic right so it's our automatic functions you know digestion heart rate uh breathing right if we don't breathe we die right and if we don't ever doesn't beat then we die and so The interesting thing about that is, you know, it is challenging to control like your digestion, right? It's it's, it's not something we can just like say, okay, body digest, right? But the cool thing is, is like you can control your nervous, your your breath, right? You can control that piece of your nervous system. You can say, okay, I'm going to bring in my breath slowly, as slowly as I can. And then I'm going to hold it at the top. And then I'm going to exhale it out, right? And that gives me a sense of control and, you know, kind of gives you the idea that like the breath is kind of the remote control to the brain. And, you know, that allows you to really understand your body on a deeper level is through that awareness. And I didn't come up with that quote; from someone else, but that's like the concept behind it is and those systems right so within the autonomic nervous system we have this automatic ability to respond to situations and so you have the fight flight and freeze right and then you have rest and digest and you know in in addition to the um the autonomic and the somatic, you have the enteric as well, which regulates digestion, digestion tells you when you're full, that kind of thing. And, you know, the interesting thing, especially within the counseling world, is that there's a theory called the polyvagal theory. And that's tied in with the concept of, you know, he's the, the guy, Stephen Porges, the guy who kind of came up with that theory, has somewhat challenged the concept of the fight flight and freeze and, you know, the uh rest and digest mechanisms. He's kind of said, Okay, there's actually it's it's really based off of social, um safety and like our ability to be calm and regulated in a situation so it's not just about fight flight freeze you know it's not that black and white right there's there's some gray in there and i'm still learning it so it's something i'm still processing and i i'm not doing an amazing job of explaining it today but um i think if people want to dive in a little bit deeper with that you know just the polyvagal theory is based off of the vagus nerve which innervates a lot of the peripheral aspects of the nervous system. Um, you know, like what I talked about with the the autonomic, um, aspects and it, uh, it's so cool. It's so, it's so interesting to learn more about that because it gives you such a great key and insight into, into your body. It's really neat.
0: Yeah, no, I actually think you did a really good job at explaining that because I've heard it described, but I think the take home point for me and hopefully for listeners, if nothing else is that, your breath is something you have control over. So that's like the first start. That's the first step. And that is, can actually make a a drastic impact on how your body is feeling and how you're handling a certain situation. So it's pretty amazing and simple. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, just say it's a little more nuanced than just the fight, flight, freeze and rest and digest. And that, um, that's something that's still, you know, being kind of ironed out. Um, But I just, I love introducing that to people because it allows uh, individuals to understand there's more to me than just this fight, flight, or this freeze mechanism or this, you know, rest and digest. It's like, okay, no, there's like social engagement, you know, there's a time that I feel shut down. And, you know, that's all related to the nervous system. And I think, I you know, truly believe it does come back to the breath because the vagus nerve is highly connected to the diaphragm. It's connected to the face and the throat and it's connected to um, aspects of the digestive system as well. So it's, it's really powerful.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I'm glad we yeah. started with that one because it kind of makes me wonder how, you know, an individual say facing anxiety and not really knowing how to handle that aspect and then how that can carry into Personal relationships and romantic relationships, and how that could sort of, I you know, it seems like relationships kind of uncover a lot about a person. So why don't you dive? Oh into yeah, your, yeah, to that um, part yeah. of what you do.
1: Yeah, definitely. So I help people, you know, who are dealing with relationship issues, and that can mean, uh, you know, it's so interesting because it can mean relationship to self, it can mean relationship to others, like parents or it can mean relationship to a significant other. So it doesn't have to just mean romantic. And, you know, honestly, what I see so often is that we first need to develop a healthy relationship to self and a, you know, respectful, you know, kind relationship to the self. And that is kind of like a huge foundation for, um, I mean, honestly, almost all of the clients that I see is like, how can you relate to and, you know, get connected to yourself first and that, you know, and I think that connection begins with the breath begins with awareness and begins with the body. And then we kind of move out from there.
0: That makes so much sense, right? Like fill up your cup first. Yeah. Before,
1: before you help anything. others.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So, and then, um, just tapping on these other ones, I mean, grief and loss, like how does that play into, someone coming to you and looking for a way to find wellness after something traumatic or a loss.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is something that is honestly such, I feel like everything that my clients come to, you know, I'm kind of walking on sacred ground, you know, whenever I see them. And you know, as far as counseling goes, we we go fairly deep in those sessions. And specifically with grief and loss, I feel as though you know, people have this mindset that, oh, I, you know, in order for me to feel like that emotion of, you know, grief and loss, and I have to lose somebody or, you know, somebody has to die or I have to hold, you know, someone as they pass away in my arms, right? And that's kind of like the, almost like the characterization of that. But honestly, you know, we experience grief and loss on such a regular, consistent basis, right? And so, The idea is that in order to go through the grief, right, you have to experience it. And, you know, it can't be something that you just simply, um, you know, tromp through, right? So there's a, it comes in waves, it comes in the sense that like okay we're going to process it through through it today okay today is not a good day you know so kind of going back and forth and so when I see grief and loss it's not just about losing somebody it's about oh I moved or oh I broke up with someone or oh I lost this concept of who I was as a person so yeah that's kind of like what that looks like and I think it's it's so much more encompassing than simply losing a loved one
0: yeah I like to, yeah, I like giving like weight to life changes and to, you know, all sorts of things that happen to us and how that can affect us instead of, right, like defining loss as like the actual absence of a person, like you're saying, you know, it's, there's so many things that we face every day um, and just being able to give our, like handle them with grace and just understand where every person's coming from. That that's very interesting to hear that. Yeah. Um, just, yeah.
1: That, yeah. I mean, even if you think about like, oh yeah, I moved, you know, you moved here from from Connecticut. What did you lose? Right. You had to let go of some things. You had to say no to some things in order to come over here, you know, to Denver. And so it's just like the idea of how do you honor that part, you know, and honor that that piece of you.
0: Yeah. And like acknowledge it and not let it just like you're saying, like like uh, pass you by or not deal with something like that? You know, yeah. what could be the consequence of, you know, denying yourself that um, that process? Yes, yeah, exactly. Very interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then just to, you know, motivation, um, would you say that's, what's like a person coming to you and what does that look like if they're kind of feeling like they are lost or unmotivated in some way.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and that's an interesting thing to like, uh, to talk about as well, because I feel like in the last couple of months, I've kind of changed a little bit of my perspective on motivation and just the fact that, I mean, it's kind of like an easy way to communicate with people, right? Because if they don't feel motivated, then you can kind of have some common ground to talk to them about something. But the... Um, the idea with motivation is in my, in my perspective is like, it's not really a loss of motivation. It's simply like a loss of connection with what do you really want? Right. And what are you willing to do to get that? You know, I I think, you know, if a client tells me like, I'm just not motivated to run. I'm like, okay, well then let's not run. Like, let's figure out (laughs) something else for you. You know, because like, that is obviously like it's not working you know and so it's not about like okay how do we get you know okay we'll make you do this we'll make you do that it's like okay well do you actually really want to run like do you do you want to get your feet out on the pavement is that do you want to be on a treadmill you know and so that gives the person the chance to consider oh well maybe not like maybe i don't you know like I, it might be a better idea for me to try spin if I'm interested in doing some cardio, you know, or just something like that in the sense that let's, let's think outside the box, like instead of just thinking like, okay, how do we just like drill you and get you and lift you up by the bootstraps? And it's like, well, that's obviously not working. So what can we do to, to help you?
0: Yeah. So it's almost like motivation is inherent if it's what suits you, it, you know, if you find something that works yeah yeah it's not just
1: about motivation right it's about habits and it's about choice and it's about you know grit and doing things that are challenging right because it's not to say that we don't just avoid things if they're hard if they require effort (laughs) it's just a matter of like you know it's it's like it's just I think it's a tricky concept
0: it's just interesting yeah wow Uh, how did you first get interested in health and wellness tell us a little about your your background yeah absolutely so
1: okay. I don't I always I'm always curious like to how, how I should start with this, but uh so I graduated from college with a bachelor's in human development and I was like, I'm never going back to school of course, like saying it's last words. And then um, you know, honestly I Got to travel a little bit. I worked as a nanny in Spain. I um, moved back to the states after being in Spain, and um, my body had changed a little bit. I had had a little too much uh, to eat every day, and you know, just realized how you know, just eating crepes and bread at every single meal. I don't think that's what my body needs. And um, <laughs> so I came back. I actually did a Whole 30, and this was in 2011. So I did a Whole 30 and it honestly changed so much of my life i realized i had food sensitivities i realized that i um had you know just like i had such, such an unhealthy relationship to food because i was using it to to feel better i had kind of an addiction to sugar, you know, just eating way too much sugar. And, you know, I don't think the whole 30s for everyone, right? I think like, um, I did actually did another one this year. And I realized, you know, like, okay, I think the ship has kind of sailed for me, I'm kind of done with doing whole 30s. But it was so powerful for me to just have some structure back in the day, um, whenever I had like, no idea what I was doing, you know, like, I, you know, still thought that, Eating cereal cereal for breakfast was like ideal, and um, you know just like very very lost in in the world of nutrition, so. Anyways, I at the time that I moved back, I also started working at a company called Lululemon. So the amazing thing about Lululemon is that they care a lot about their employees and actually do a ton of leadership development with them. They're also very passionate about goal setting. It's a huge value for the company. And so they teach everybody how to set goals. They teach... Some people how to become like goal coaches. And so I realized like wow, talking to people about what they want to do with their lives, like really lights me up, you know, kind of like going back to your first question. So I worked for Lululemon for about three years and realized, okay, if I want to do this work, I need to get more education. I need to, if I want to be a coach, right. If I want to be a goal coach, if I want to talk to people about what they want to achieve, I need just a little bit more. So education is really important to me. I really value, um, you know, just doing, doing the work to kind of get to, to like, you know, get to the place where people can listen to you. So I, and you know, not to say that you have to get a master's degree if you want to do this, this type of work. Um, but I do firmly believe in just getting some form of education. And for me, that meant sitting in a classroom. So I went to, um, you know, got my graduate degree and in clinical mental health counseling. And from there I honestly fell fell in love with the concept of um of mental wellness, right? In the sense of that's where I got into the idea of, wait, this is supposed to be like holistic, right? So I found so much healing through changing my mood through food, you know through the the you know, kind of moving more into a paleo diet from the whole 30. Um, you know, working at Lou Lemon, I was super involved in fitness, always working out in group fitness classes and yoga and mindfulness and all that. And then you know I got this degree with you know my master's in, in mental health and clinical counseling, and I was like wait, but the story is so much bigger than this, right? It's not just about what's happening for that single hour in the counseling office one day a week. It's like all about what's happening outside. Because for myself, my own personal growth and healing, it was about everything that I was doing. It wasn't just about the counseling. So that's kind of the long answer of how I got started I don't know if I answered your question entirely but um yeah that's, yeah that's kind of my story behind that
0: yeah no that's so interesting it's it's so cool to hear just the steps that took and how it built upon itself kind of like the momentum that that ha- started from someone telling you to you know what a whole 30 was and then from you implementing that to just feeling better and then that's just like a chain effect too to you just like diving into, how can I turn this into something more? Um, What do you think if you could tell yourself something, a piece of advice uh, back then before getting to where you are now, Mm -hmm. um, like something you could have been told by somebody, wish you had taken it to heart and, and even a message to someone who might be in a similar situation as you were, what would you say? Oh, that's a good question. I think the first thing that comes to
1: my mind, I don't know if it's the best thing, but is um the idea of learn to set boundaries, like learn to say no and learn to value your yes to the point where it is so special to you to be able to say yes to somebody that they know they can trust, that they're they're getting that best yes from you. And that's that's been huge for me in the last couple of years to really getting connected to that because being able to set those boundaries creates so much safety in relationships and it creates so much health. And you feel like you're actually giving out of that like healthy, joyful place, right? And it's such a practice for me to this day. You know, I think even this week I've said yes to things and I'm like should I have done that? You know, and so it's just kind of like, it's such a continual process, but it's something that's so valuable to learn. And it just, it can be something that can really make or break your life.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's a really good answer. Um, And something I know so many people struggle with, um, just, you know, women, or men who just find themselves in like people pleasing, Type of mentalities uh, for out of habit, and then it gets hard to say no. So that's yeah, really exactly. Important. Yeah. So I want to talk a little about True Core Health, um, how you started it. What was that process like?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, like the business or just like the Instagram, or what are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I mean, which came first and what <laughs> is it now? Like, so I want to yeah. hear all the parts. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I had the idea for a true core health,
1: um, when I was, I think I was finishing up my last semester of grad school and, um, it was towards, it was like spring 2017, I think. Um, yes, yeah, almost two years. Anyway, so I, knew that I wanted to pursue the work that I talked about. Right. And, um, I had kind of had this idea for putting it on Instagram, you know, like, okay, I guess I'm going to, I think I'm going to go in this direction. Right. With this, this thing. And I was like, handing and hung about it like for so long. And then I finally, one of my friends who uh, is a blogger, she was like, why, why are you, why don't you just do it? Just do it. Just like, stop talking about it and just do it. And I was like, Uh, fine. And so I just started posting on the Instagram. And it's just like, it's, you know, kind of scary. You you probably get this having this podcast. It's like, you don't know, like, you're like, how do I talk to people about this? Like, should I tell my friends? I email them? Like, what do I do?
0: Um,
1: And so, you know, with my Instagram, I just really tried to make it organic. I was like, okay, I created a whole new account, you know, for my personal account. I wanted it to just be like, okay, if you want to come over, you can come over to this account and then you know what you're getting over here so that's something and sometimes i'll post you know things on my personal account but i very rarely do these days because i really only have time for one social media account but um yeah the idea for true core health like the name of it actually came from my friend darcy she helped me name it in the sense that like oh it's your like is actually you know you're working on your true core in fitness right because that's such a you know your core is such a huge piece of so many movements and it's also like your true core of like who you are as a person like what's your identity um who are you in your work who are you in your play you know that is going to be what comes out And so that was kind of like the mindset behind True Core. And then from there, so in, you know, spring, probably March, I think, 2017, um, I filled out all the paperwork for my LLC. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting because I actually talked to a girl a couple weeks ago and um, I was she was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. And similar to what, what I do, she's really passionate about it as well. And I was like, just do it, right? Like, just, just go for it. And like the power of just being able to give what was given to me was so special in the sense that my friend Rachel was the one who told me that she was like, just do it, right? And so I was able to do that for somebody else. And that was pretty much how it started right like instagram and then the llc and then i worked on my own in my own private practice for counseling for a few months and then realized that's just not the path that i need to go down right now because i needed just a little bit more experience in a group uh group practice setting and so moved to a group practice in january of last year and so i've been there for a year and that's been amazing because i've had so many awesome clients through that and then through true Core, i also do online coaching and i do you know the personal training and group fitness and the workshops and um that kind of thing so <laughs> yeah, yeah. so still heavily use the true Core brand and, and that kind of thing
0: yeah. It's so cool to hear how well-rounded your approach is and, and just so refreshing. Um, and just even looking at your Instagram, it's so aesthetically pleasing and inspiring. And it just gives a really good vibe. And it, now having met you, it totally makes sense. This is your goal. It's like, I want to you know, help people in all aspects of their life and let's do it. <laughs> yeah yeah thank
1: you so much that's so kind of you to say I I think it's interesting I have had a couple people you know tell me recently like thanks for your posts on Instagram like they're helpful and I'm like okay so people are actually reading them <laughs> okay okay let's move forward you know like oh yeah so it's always so nice to hear that so if anybody's listening and you know someone who has a small business like just tell them that they that you see it <laughs> just oh my tell God. them that you know that they're still alive you know and then they'll be like oh my god you just made my day because it's like when people like notice that you are working they're like then it feels so good right because if you're on your own you've got, i'm sure you totally get this with the podcast it's like gosh it's so it's so tiring but when somebody oh notices it you're like oh my god okay i can keep going
0: yeah, that is such a good point to bring home. Like, just giving feedback to people that you appreciate—it's just a good habit. And, in, and specifically, if it's someone you know who's kind of like putting all their energy and passion into something, it does make such a difference. I can absolutely relate to that. When someone you know says they liked an episode, I'm like, okay, someone's listening. <laughs> like, that's great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're you know? like, okay, okay, I can keep going. Right. Yeah. So the numbers don't mean anything. It's so much more like, you know. Is there some kind of impact or, you know, from what you're doing? And yeah, that. It just, yeah, I completely yeah. feel that way.
1: Yeah. That's been my motivation from day one with Truecore, especially with the Instagram, right? Because we can get so caught up in numbers. We can get so caught up in, oh, is there people seeing my posts? Is the algorithm blocking them? And it's like, okay, well, uh, did some, did one person get impacted by this? Okay, great. That is all that matters. And that's what I keep coming back to It's like, all right, I've got one person who's into what I'm doing. Perfect. I'm going to keep moving.
0: Yeah. I love that. So Amy, I'm curious, how has being a wellness specialist impacted your life? (laughs) Um, That's a great
1: question. I think um, it makes me extremely aware of my shortcomings, right? Because... (laughs) I am so passionate about teaching all these things to people. And so it's very easy to get hard on yourself. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this perfectly. I have to like drink my green tea and then I have to have my breath work and then I have to do my mindfulness and then meditation and then I have to journal and then I have to do this and then I have to do that. Oh my gosh, do I have enough water today? Because I work out? Right, and so it makes you just hyper-focused and aware of like all the things you're doing. And so I've had to get really grounded in my own compassion practice. and like okay what can I do today for my health and that's what I ask my clients almost every session is what are you willing to do for your health and so I just come back to that question for myself and that's been like one of the biggest things for me and I kind of like it I kind of like the like edge you know like okay like I gotta I gotta keep up on this because it's really important that you know, my clients know that I'm walking the walk, you know, I'm not just like talking about these things. It's like, no, I, I live this out. Like I live out mindfulness. I live out, you know, these practices because I know how much they, they change your life.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a perfect segue. I'm, I'm so curious to hear more of like the things that you really try and keep in your rotation, your self-care, your self-compassion, like the breath work. So like first thing you do when you get out of bed in the morning, what does that look like?
1: <laughs> um yeah I am not exactly a morning person I am a sleep person I don't really like to stay up late <laughs> I don't really like to get up super early um but I do I get up fairly early um every day my alarm is set around like 5:50 every day and so You won't really see me at a 6 a.m. like workout class. But the first thing I do when I get up in the morning is that my husband's usually like awake before I am. And so I'll literally kind of stumble out of bed and grab some coffee. (laughs) Um, Because that's honestly just something that just helps me with my ritual. And I usually try to get some... um, journaling in i have a like a five-minute journal so that's like kind of the second thing that i do i'll just kind of write down things that i'm grateful for you know and the things that i hope for for that day and then the late lately in, i mean especially in the last a couple of months i've been really trying to read in the mornings um i get super tempted i so don't sleep with my phone in in the bedroom and so i'll check my phone you know when i wake up and and kind of come into the kitchen and see if if anything what's going on because usually i have a client you know at you know, in the morning or you know around the morning, so if, if they needed to check in with me, you know, for training or that kind of thing, so um, I'll check on that, check on my schedule for the day, and just make sure things are good. And it's hard to not get sucked into like email or social media or something like that. But I've been working to just you know, ask myself the question of like, okay, is this worth my time right now? And then I kind of move into like trying to read, you know, read a couple pages. um, And then just really sometimes I just sit, you know, and just try to like absorb the morning. And, you know, sometimes I snooze and like, I'm not able to like, have that, that ease and that practice, you know, that, that morning ritual. And that's just the reality of, of me, you know, like, I, sometimes I just snooze and like I have to like get ready in like 15 minutes and then I'm kind of out the door you know so I would say most of the time I really try to hit that slow coffee and that's when I feel my best right when I'm able to like kind of take some time in the morning to chill and breathe and just um, connect to the day and connect in the morning and then kind of move from there but honestly sometimes it just looks like getting out the door
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. With grace, with compassion. It doesn't have to be (laughs) every morning. Do you have curious if you have any pre going to bed rituals that you do as well to kind of set up your sleep? Yes. I'm very passionate about sleep.
1: <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, if you, if anybody out there is listening, you guys should read Why We Sleep. It's so good. It'll change your life. Uh, I set up kind of a ritual for myself as far as sleep goes for getting ready for bed. You know, change into, and it honestly oftentimes begins like an hour or two hours before I actually go to sleep. So, uh, you know, change into comfy clothes, you know, it's kind of a cue to my body, okay, time to relax, time to calm down, right? I, um, I dim the lights, like in, in our house, like nothing, there are no like bright lights going on. Um, I oftentimes wear blue light blocking glasses, like if we're watching TV or a movie or something like that, and then um, move towards the bed, you know, like 30, 45 minutes, before sleep you know and before getting into bed um, so what that means is like i'll wash my face and you know bathroom and um you know put you know brush my teeth i always i have the ritual of of, you know taking care of my skin and, and my teeth because that helps cue my brain hey it's it's about time you know to to go to sleep and then um oftentimes you know i will you know, just start moving towards reading in bed and, you know, just everything, everything is like down regulation, right? Focus, and that's, you know, down to like the ritual of, of getting into bed, not having any electronics in the, in the bedroom, you know, I use an alarm clock. And so that is my focus is really trying to focus on down regulation and calming my system down so that when my head hits the pillows, pillows, I'm like asleep within, you know, five, 10 minutes. Um, and sometimes, uh, you know, like my uh, you know, anxiety or that kind of thing flares up and I have all these thoughts and I'm like, oh my gosh, why did I eat drink coffee last? <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, when, when did this happen? What is what's going on with this? And so that's when I'll use a really concentrated breath work practice to calm my system down and, you know, get myself into like a regulated state. Um, but I, I mean, it doesn't look like, oh, I breathe, you know, do a breath practice before I go to sleep every night. You know, it's it's yeah. it's sometimes it's not every time.
0: Yeah, like as needed, as needed approach. Like, what do I need? Yeah, right exactly. Yeah, yeah. Wow, there's yep. so many amazing nuggets of information and like good little <laughs> tips in there. I probably will have that book ordered by the end of the night because oh my like gosh, you, so good. Yeah, I just like love like making my room as calm and ready for sleep. As possible, it's just there's something about that, like walking in and, like I have a essential oil diffuser and like a, you know it's just things yes, that like yeah. trigger my brain to be like okay this is your time now <laughs> like yes, calm down time for sleep yeah it's time for sleep and it's so lovely so it's really cool yep. to hear you're yeah. it. Do you have a favorite like wellness trend? We're talking about how trendy wellness is, like that you're getting into right now.
1: Oh uh, yeah, girl! Like I love celery juice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I um,
0: was like, she celery juice? No, <laughs> no. Oh my god,
1: I, I've right, never had celery so okay. juice. Okay, good. I was like, oh no, I'm probably just alienated like half no. of this podcast listening group. Um, <laughs> no, uh no. It's just I, I just think that's funny. I'm like. it's 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 green juice it's probably gonna have an impact on you but anyway so um i just get wary of things that are like this is the answer right um i will say like i love that mindfulness and um breath work is getting up there i think that's amazing I, um, <clears throat> I love infrared saunas, uh, that has been something that's been introduced into my life in the last couple of months. And I, I have a sunlight and sauna and I, I love it. It's honestly, it's like having an extra room in our house. It's out in our garage. And my um, husband and I use it like multiple times during the week because it allows us to just kind of disconnect and be able to, you know, have listen to an audio book out here or like just sit and, you know, be calm and be warm. <laughs> it's just so cold in Denver right now. Um mm-hmm. so it's been it's been so nice to have that. And I think it's a wellness trend that's really starting to kind of um increase.
0: Yeah. And and hopefully impact people in a positive way. I haven't actually haven't I maybe mean, I have tried infrared. Um, but it does sound so lovely in the winter, especially. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, to you'll have to, yeah, you'll have to come over and, and experience oh, it. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Amy, is there anything else that you want to kind of share with us about what you do or any of the things we covered already?
1: No, I don't think so. I think um, it's just an honor, like I said, to be on here and... You know something that I love to to share with people is you know just don't feel intimidated right by other people's health practices or what they're doing right? It's taken me like six or seven years to even get to the place where I'm at right now and you know so you know just start with what am I willing to do for my health? like what am I willing to choose today and maybe that's an extra glass of water you know maybe it's Oh, I'm going to research that book that she talked about, you know, and so just really getting in touch with what am I capable of choosing right now? And then going down that path. And that's what those little steps, those little changes are, are going to be what caused the most change for you. Yeah, I love that.
0: I love that so much. This has been such a pleasure for me. Everything you've talked about, is just so aligned with my curiosity and interest. And I like how you kind of redefined a lot of terminology, Um, While kind of sharing what you do and just this very holistic way of looking at a person and what's going on and in the world, so thank you so much for joining me.
1: Absolutely, I'm honestly I'm so glad that we got to talk and, like I said, like we need to connect and hang out here in Denver.
0: Yeah, I would absolutely love that. That would be great. (laughs) Cool. Um, Just quickly, where can people find you um, if they're local or or not? Share your yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can reach out to me on social media, Instagram at TrueCore Health. And then it's all spelled, you know, correctly. So it's important to me. Um, and then uh, if they just want to reach out to, over email, it says amy at truecorehealth.com. Website is truecorehealth.com. And I have a monthly newsletter that goes out. I usually do a blog post about once or twice a month. And
0: yeah, that's where people can find me yeah awesome and I'll link all of that in the show notes too so we'll have another way for people to find you so yeah thank you awesome. again and this is great so thank you so good, much uh, I look to talk
1: to you again soon yeah
0: yeah absolutely cool Hey, thank you so much Amy. It was a pleasure getting to know you. I can't wait to meet you in person. And you just sent home so many good messages about what wellness is and I know that that resonated with everybody. So, check out Amy at truecorehealth.com on Instagram. She shared her handles there. Make sure you check her out. She's got a lot of cool content on her page. And I look forward to future engagements with you guys on my Instagram at naturallynomadic and Just very grateful to have you as a listener. So thanks for being you. Be well, and I'll see you soon. Bye.